0: What's up, what's up, everybody? This is the Mad Nucleus Podcast, and I'm your host, once again, Justin Felton, for those that know and those that don't know. And thank you all for listening, and make sure you sign up to Anchor and Spotify. All you need is your email, make up a password, and you're in there. And make sure you click those favorite and follow buttons as well. All right, it's that time of week again where we are previewing. This week's matchups, week nine of the NFL season of 2021. Let me wet my whistle right quick. All right. This past Thursday night, we had the Jets and the Colts going at it. Jets visiting the Colts. Jets had came off an impressive win, upset win last week. And they're feeling good. They were feeling good despite missing their franchise, starting franchise future quarterback and Zach Wilson. But they did not win this game. They lost this game 45 to 30. And let's take a look at what went on in this game. I did not watch this game myself, so I'm taking a look at what what really went on. Alright, for the Jets, uh Josh Johnson started. The Wiley veteran. Played very well. He went 27 of 41, 317 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. But I get the feeling this may have been garbage time uh, minutes as they fell behind early because I was listening to the radio on my way home from work and Mike White was driving the ball and he got a touchdown. He went seven of 11, 95 yards, one touchdown, no pick, but he got hurt. Okay, who else had a good game? The running game didn't look like it did much of anything at all. But who? Elijah Moore. Had seven receptions, 84 yards, two touchdowns. Now, I don't know about the Jets. Maybe the Jets are coming around or being a better team, but they're they're playing hard. They're playing like a cohesive unit. But so are the Colts. The Colts are playing very well, and they're peaking at the right time. This is despite of injury and their defense is playing better thanks to DeForest Buckner. He was motivated thanks to the Niners giving them away. Carson Wentz went 22 of 30. Very efficient. 272, three touchdowns, no picks. This is the Carson Wentz when healthy that you know he is capable of doing. This is the Carson Wentz who many felt would be among the elite if he didn't get hurt so much. And that's what you got Thursday night. The Carson Wentz that everybody loves and was waiting on. And their running game was doing well. Jonathan Taylor, 19 carries, 172 yards. And check this, folks. An average of 9.1 yards a carry and two touchdowns. That is a fantasy heaven for anybody. Let's see. Naheem Hines, six carries, 74 yards. 12.3 average and a touchdown. They ran the ball very well. They threw the ball very well. This was a balanced game where they didn't turn the ball over. They didn't make any mistakes. They got very good passing and great running. This was a balanced game for the Colts. They won using balance. That's a dangerous combination. You can't beat it. Michael Pittman, he had a pretty solid game. Five receptions, 64 yards, 12.8 average, and a touchdown. Yep. And that's it for the Thursday night preview of things. But I must say that the Colts are peaking at the right time, like I said. The Jets are playing very hard. They're playing more cohesive. And this is the beauty of having... In NFL season, this is the beauty of the NFL. They want to create so much parody that you know you don't know who's going to be good and who's going to be bad. Problem is, with parody comes the inconsistency. Some of these teams look like world beaters for about a month, then come back and stink up the joint, and vice versa. This is what we get, and that's all I want to say about that. All right, moving on to today's games. I saw the games earlier and I wasn't really impressed with any of these games, but we got to go through them nonetheless. Starting with the Falcons and the Saints. Now, these two teams always play each other, especially when they were good or close to being good or whatever. These two teams always play each other well, and I don't expect anything more, anything less. Um... The Falcons, um, hard to really figure out. Um, they're coming around, though. Much like the Colts, they're coming around. They're not as hot or as good a team as the Colts, but they're coming around short, slowly but surely. And they're going to give the Saints all they can handle. The Saints, on the other hand, are a dark horse in the NFC. They have been winning games they should not have won. This is a credit to Sean Payton. Maybe he's a better coach than we realize without Drew Brees. In fact, some would say if Drew Brees was still playing, they wouldn't be as good of a coach because Drew Brees, his skill set had disintegrated. That's why he's retired. But I don't have any scores for this game, but I know most of the time throughout the last 10, 15 years, these two teams play each other So well, they score a lot of points. A lot of 34 to 31 games, 38 to 35, you know, 40 point, you know, 80 points scored between the two. So, you know, I don't expect anything less than that. High scoring game, I'm going to go Saints. They at home. Two dome teams, they're equally matched. But I'm going to go to Saints. But I I do wonder, since the the, uh, injury to Jameis Winston... Is Alvin Kamara going to end up like Derrick Henry, where you're feeding him the ball 40 times and he ends up getting hurt because he's taking a lot of punishment on his body? Something you'll have to watch on that. Next up, we have the Browns and Bengals. Again, two teams that play each other pretty much the same. This These two teams, you know, one time... They would score a lot of points on each other. Then other the, the, the next time, you know, it's like a baseball game, a lot of 10 to 9 games and stuff like that. One is offensive, one is defensive. And I think this game here, um, since the Bengals got upset last week, uh, they got outplayed last week, the Bengals take this. And I think this may be a chip away game. Because the Browns, they're they dysfunctional right now with the Odell Beckham stuff. They're, they're dysfunctional right now. So I think the Bengals take this. They, they build a lead. They keep, you know, the Browns keep it close. They got enough to keep it close. But I think the Bengals chip away with this. I got the Bengals in this game. And speaking of Odell, what in the world went on there? And I mean, I... Known some people that was digging reports of what was happening because they got to know, they got to know the drama behind it all. But they couldn't find no drama on Odell's part. Odell, for the most part, has been quiet about this whole thing. But there's people making snide comments saying, oh, he's being a diva, he's being this, he's being that. But he's really not said anything. I haven't heard a peep from Odell. It's his people talking, and it seems like the, the Browns, have this curse of getting something good and finding ways to mess it up and Odell's silence is speaking volumes because everybody knows that the Browns are not used to winning they're not accustomed to that they haven't won anything and I don't know how long we're not gonna go back that far but the drama there is gonna affect the play on this field because some of the blame is going on Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is hurt with that torn labrum in, in, in his uh, non-throwing shoulder. um, But Baker has not taken that many steps forward either. So, you know, something is going on. It might have something to do with coaching, front office, not growing the sack, whatever else. But that's something to keep an eye on, you know, and I'm pretty sure y'all going to keep an eye on that. All right, next up is the Denver Broncos visiting the Dallas Cowboys. I don't think the Cowboys is losing this game. I don't trust Denver as far as I can kick them in another week of Cowboy fans celebrating thinking Super Bowl. Sorry, I just don't got no confidence in the Denver Broncos. Dick Fangio has coached as well as he could coach, but he's just not built to be a head coach. Not for no Broncos, because they can't get out their own way with their personnel decisions. They've not been playing very well. They they did just enough last week to beat the Redskins because the Redskins are dysfunctional. They can't get out their own way. But I don't trust them to beat the Cowboys. Now, if they keep it close with, with the Cowboys, I might... Say there's a wing and a prayer for them, but, you know, I don't see that happening. Cowboys win it by two touchdowns. I don't want, I, I hate it just as much as any of you who can't stand the Cowboys, but it is what it is. Hopefully they play a better opponent that I'm, 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 I'm confident in next week. <sighs> next up is the Texans and Dolphins. I don't know who's going to win this game. The Dolphins are playing at home, but, you know, they haven't given me much hope that they'll win it. I think they will, but mm, it's going to come down to the wire. I do think Tua, you know, they, they'll rally behind Tua. Tua seems to keep his team competitive. And, you know, the, the status of Tyrod Taylor is uncertain, too. I don't know if he's playing this week. I gotta do better on uh, the injury reports here, but I don't know if Tyrod Taylor is playing. But I think the Dolphins should win this, and I think they'll win it by a field goal. I don't know the score, and I'm not gonna sit up there and predict two bad teams that can't get out their own way. I don't know. You gotta really love football to watch two bad teams like this play. Next up is the Packers and Chiefs. Now, this was a game circled on everybody's calendar. You know why? Because it was supposed to be the showdown of Aaron Rodgers on one side playing for the Packers, future Hall of Famer. We know this. Possibly the best quarterback in the game versus Patrick Mahomes, who is well on his way to where Aaron Rodgers is despite not playing that well this year, but that is what draws the crowd to this sort of game. And you're like, yeah, man, we gonna get guns blazing, balls are slinging, and, you know, two 400-yard pass games by two of the best quarterbacks in the league right now, the elite among the elite. But that's not what we're getting. As you know, with the drama with Aaron Rodgers last week, all last week with the COVID testing, him testing positive with uh, COVID-19, he's not going to be able to play. I don't want to really get into, you know, him not being vaccinated or nothing like that. I don't want to get into that. But he got everything he deserved lying the way he's lied i just hope they keep the same energy with everybody same with analysts like screaming a smith tried to tap dance around the issue as he always does but always coming down hard on the brothers like Kyrie Irving, who is very honest and open about his thoughts on things and didn't mess around and he gave him an earful he gave the audience an earful about Kyrie but wanted to shy away from Aaron Rodgers but we gonna get on something else but this affects this game you know they playing at uh Arrowhead they don't lose too many games at Arrowhead but they've not not been playing well at Arrowhead this year is who I'm talking about is the Chiefs you know bad defense you know they were talking about how Patrick Mahomes is always going for the home run hits instead of taking what defenses give him, being more patient because he had been getting away with it the last three or four years. You know, why not take, keep taking the home run hits, but with a team against like the Packers, you know, they're kind of a well-oiled machine. You know, they're a smart team. You got to take what they give you. And that's what they, they're going to force you to do. They're going to force you to make mistakes by you trying to go and be a home run hitter. And, call me crazy but I think even with Jordan Love the Packers still have this because the Packers have Devontae Adams coming back the Packers defense is playing opportunistic they're not a dominant defense but they know how to get turnovers and they know how to bait you in the turnovers I think the Packers win this by about a touchdown it's going to be tough at Arrowhead but I think they pull it through all right next up the Raiders at the Giants I can't figure out the Giants. Another team I can't really figure out. They're playing in New York and the Raiders have to travel. The Raiders, I think with the drama with them going on in similar fashion with the Packers and similar fashion with the Browns, this will affect their season with what went on with Henry Ruggs and stuff because a team like the Raiders are so bent on repairing that bad boy image from the 70s You know, they want to go buck wild in Vegas. Well, do that. But guess what? Back in the 70s, there was no social media and easy access to what goes on. You got to tread carefully and accordingly. And this is going to be a valuable lesson when they play the Giants. I'm going with the Giants in the upset. Giants in an upset. They win it by a field goal. Humble pie for the Raiders. <laughs> Next up, I believe that's me. Buffalo Bills step up to the symphony against the Jaguars. They should win this game against the Jaguars. But I get the feeling the Jaguars, they're going to show a little fight. They're going to hit them with some haymakers. So go, Whoa, sort of like Chuck Webner gave Muhammad Ali Until Muhammad Ali had to turn up the juice in in Chuck Wepner. That's what I'm going to go with is the Buffalo Bills weather the storm early. It'll be a close game and they chip away with it. And the score, the score will probably be like 20 point. You know, they'll win by 20 points, but the game says otherwise. Buffalo wins this. Next up is the Patriots and the Panthers. Hey, I think the Patriots win this. They, they visit the Panthers. They win this. The Panthers, again, they started off hot. They started off like they could definitely contend in the NFC South giving the Buccaneers uh, problems with that defense they had. Now their defense is not playing worth a cuss. The Patriots, they have a great defense. They have a great running game and a a quarterback that isn't going to make a a ton of mistakes in Mac Jones, but he's not going to win you this game. He's going to game manage this game. And that's what I'm expecting. It'll be a 24 to 20 game somewhere around there, but I'm not going to predict the scores of actually these games because, you know, predicting the scores is even harder than getting the games right. All right, what do we got next? Vikings at the Ravens. Vikings let, uh, let a close man get away from them last week against the Cowboys. Would they Would they keep the same energy against the Ravens in Baltimore? Bring it, I think they will. The Ravens secondary isn't very good. But we all know Lamar Jackson is gonna keep them in this game. But if they get them down early, uh, let's say um ten to fourteen points, it would be hard for the Ravens. But the Vikings gotta get out their own way. Kirk Cousins can't afford to play like Kirk Cousins in big games on Monday night football. He has to play like the Kirk Cousins you don't get to see. Often He has to play like the MVP, Kirk Cousins, who's been playing very well all throughout this year. I don't know who wins this game. I think the Vikings might take this game. I think the Vikings might take this game. I, I got a feeling they will. I don't know the score again, but I think they'll take this game. But Lamar Jackson has to. They can't use Lamar Jackson. Keep using him as a running back. And hope that he's going to be fully healthy because he's battling some nicks and some cuts right now. Next up is the Chargers at Philly. I think the Chargers win this. The Chargers know they let one get away last week. Against the Patriots. Philly filling themselves because they beat up on a Detroit team that, you know, just doesn't have enough to really beat anybody. Um, I think the Chargers win this. Uh, this might not be a close game because the the Eagles are so herky-jerky as well. I think uh, Justin Herbert is going to come out firing often and early, and they may sit him in the fourth quarter because it might get out of hand. And that's, that's the type of game I feel this will be. I don't think this will be a very good game. Sorry, Eagles fans, but, you know. This is one of those things like you got so high because you beat the lines, but don't get so high, you know, because the Chargers are for real. They're one of the top teams in the league. Next up is the Cardinals at the 49ers. Not a whole lot to say for me, believe it or not, is that I think we're going to win this game because Kyler Murray is not playing. He's not practiced all week. D-Hop's not playing. He hasn't practiced all week. A.J. Green isn't playing. He's practiced all week. No excuses for us not to take advantage. On the flip side is we getting key guys back healthy like Dre Greenlaw, uh, George Kittle, and um, who else? We getting like two other people back too. Jeff Wilson Jr. is coming back. But we also got people going on the IR like D-Ford, Javon Kinlaw, who's out with, season in the knee surgery and uh, I think Jaquaski Tart might be on the IR. But I still think we will win this game. You know, we we beat the Bears last week and, you know, ended that four game skid and I think we're feeling ourselves. We know that, you know, if we play our game, play sixty minutes of football, we're capable of beating anybody. And uh we 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 should have beat the Cardinals the last time we played them. We did not. We didn't make enough plays. Um, you know, the coaching was bad. Hopefully, the coaching is better. Let's see if Kyle's learned anything. And hopefully, uh, Jimmy G doesn't play like jittery G. And, you know... Hopefully the defense, you know, puts more pressure on whoever the quarterback, Colt McCoy back there. They they should be eating Colt McCoy up. And the secondary should be a little bit more relieved. The secondary needs to play with better technique. The, t- the secondary last week played very well. They need to keep up this same energy. I think we will win this. The home crowd should be feeding them with confidence. We win it think we win it by a touchdown all right we got uh let's see sunday night texans at rams rams is winning this because the titans don't have their premier weapon he's out for the year you know who i'm talking about derrick henry rams are on the roll man they ain't gonna be stopped no time soon unless they playing somebody within their division but everybody else outside of the division can't handle the rams Matthew Stafford is out on a mission to prove to people that he is an MVP candidate, and he may just win it, like they said, if he goes to at least the NFC Championship, even if he doesn't win it or not. I got the Rams winning this probably by about two touchdowns, but I do think Ryan Tannehill keeps them in this game. Ryan Tannehill is a good quarterback, folks. He isn't the best quarterback, but he's always around. He's one of them guys that when you don't think much around him, about him, he's right there, and he ends up winning. He's always around. So, you know, don't underestimate the Titans too much. But I still think the Rams are winning. Next up, last but not least, is we have the Monday night matchup of the Bears and the Steelers. Um, If Khalil Mack isn't playing, I still have the Steelers winning this. Um, both of these teams are a lot alike. They can't seem to get out their own way. But it seems like Big Ben is, is playing sort of like Big Ben of old, which is bad news for the Bears. If they don't have Khalil Mack. It, Matt Nagy should be back coaching in this game, though. I don't know if that'll make a difference. But he should be back. The Steelers, uh, it's hard to figure them out, but I still think they'll win this. This will be a close game. I think it's a low-scoring game because that's how, that's the type of games they like to play, both teams. Steelers win it. Yep. All in all, we went through all the games that's going down this week. Hope you all Enjoy. And I myself will be keeping an eye out with the scores and stuff like that because it's hard to watch every game all the time. And some of these games are going to be boring. So, you know, we're going we gonna to find out after. We're going to find out Monday night like we always do. It's the same old stuff. So, you know. This wraps up the preview of week nine. Thank you all for listening. I'm your host, Justin Felton, and I'll see y'all next time. I'm out. Peace.